Hello there and welcome to The Writing Apothecary, a podcast with tips, tricks, hacks and information about all things writing. I'm your host, Mandy Contos, and together with some awesome guests, we'll uncover the weird, wonderful and sometimes unpredictable world of writing. So grab your notebook, grab a pen or a tablet, or maybe even just listen and let's get started. Hey Ridley fam, welcome back to our last lesson on point of view. I hope you guys have had a fabulous week and I'm ready to dive into distance and focalization. I hope you are too. And if I'm being a little bit honest here, vocalization is one of the scariest things I've ever come across when it comes to writing. Mostly because it's a bit of a doozy to get your head around and I'm not even going to admit that I'm a master of it, but I'm going to try my best not to butcher it, so bear with me. I'm not perfect and neither is this whole podcast. It may sound like it's quite perfect, but it is anything but. It takes me hours and hours to actually sit down and edit this and go through and make sure that you guys don't hear all of my stuff ups, all of my fucks and... And, you know, stuff that I stuff up and the words that I butcher because I'm a writer. I'm not much of a talker. And I know that many in my life will tell me that that is probably true, but I'm a lot more a talker when it comes to conversations. But if it's stuff like this, I'm not the best. So bear with me. I'm really excited for what's to come. So let's just dig into it. First, let's have a look at distance. The distance that you want your reader to be familiar with are emotional distance and time distance. It's important to keep in mind that you ask yourself about what distance are the events of the story being viewed at. Do you need them to be closer or further? Do you need your POV to be more abstract or heavily based on emotions? Or do you need them to be time sensitive? Emotional distance is the distance that readers sense between the narrator and the characters. It's a distance that affects how close the reader feels to a character. And I think this is one of the most important distances there are, if I'm being honest, or more so the closeness needed. You really want your characters to resonate with your readers in a way that they are actually right there in the thick of it with them. In my head, I just had that TikTok thing where it's into the thick of it all. (laughs) I watch way too much TikTok. If a narrator is close enough to feel the cold breath on a character's lips, we presume to know that the narrator's empathy for the character, which means that there is little to no emotional distance and that they are right there with the character. Does this mean that the character and narrator are the same person? No. And perhaps that is a good thing. With time distance, our readers assume that events of the story happened recently, like within a few moments. In this instance, there is little to no distance. This is important if the character is retelling what happened or reliving it. You have to also be weary because sometimes you, as the writer, are writing in past tense, which seems to be a little bit easier than present tense and that there is a sense of immediate of the story happening just now. And occasionally you may want to try this in present tense to narrow down the time distance. Using things like flashbacks can also allow the time distance to be immediate. You are taking your reader into the past but making them live through it as though it is happening right then and there. If you aren't allowing the emotional and time distance to affect your POV, you are missing out on urgency and the suspense that 
it can bring to a story. If it's too far into the future, you don't have the edge. Your readers will be bored and they won't stick within the story as there is no reason to keep turning the pages. I hope that all makes sense. So now we're going to move on to focalization. Focalization is basically another term for point of view. It is a basis in the literary narratology. But what is focalization? It gives expression to the perceiving mind or the sensibility in a text. It's the expression of a character or a narrator's attitudes, thoughts, memories, or experiences at any given moment within the narrative. It's been described as the angle of perception through which the story is filtered through. Focalization embraces the separate and distinct questions of who perceives and who speaks. A focalized is the agent whose perception orientates the presentation and the focalized part of what the focalizer perceives. Bear with me. There are two kinds of focalization the external and the internal focalizer. External focalization is present when the orientation is outside of the story and is usually the narrator. This means that the focalizer is honing in on the ways things look from the outside and the external focalization expresses the perception of the character's response. So they are looking at ways others react to a situation and commenting on what that says about the character. Internal focalization occurs when the who that speaks and the who that perceived is expressed from inside and represented events and it's usually a character focalizer. This is where POV of the narrator is talking about themselves and making them look better to readers. It seems that the narrator makes an assumption and perceives an idea about a character whether that's them, whether that's something from their immediate surroundings, or perhaps it's looking at a stranger in a setting that is different to their own. Focalization is all about the distance that your characters have from your readers. They allow the story to flow with their attention on various parts of the story. What are they taking note of and what are they internalizing? There is so much more to cover about this, and this is just the tip of the iceberg, but I figured that if we start here, we can branch out from there. So it's just a little introduction into it. And I actually think that the more I read about it, the more I understand. If you're interested into looking to read a little bit more about focalization, I'll pop some great resources in the show notes for you to take a step at. But the main one, and I'm probably going to butcher their name because the pronunciation is quite different, but Shlomith Rimen Kennan is the lead neurotologist that you want to follow if that is what the right title is. But beyond distance and the first, second, third and focalization of characters with point of view, you also want to make sure that you have some kind of POV contract set in stone for your characters that your readers can understand because POV actually tells your readers the kind of story that they are going to expect. And that is something that is really important. You want to make sure that your readers understand and know what story they're getting into before they're actually getting in there. There is also no right or wrong way for you to pick a POV. It's something that is completely personal to you and to your story. But bear in mind that there are various different kinds of POV that work for different genres. Sometimes third person is great for fantasy or a epic thriller that has you on the edge of this of your seat because you need to know what's going to happen next to them or perhaps you want to twist it on its on its head and actually pop in a first person narrator my novel that i'm working on is 
urban fantasy and my narrator is first person. My best friend and previous guest on the podcast is working on an epic fantasy that is a young adult novel and Peter is using third person because she has such a bevy of characters that are attached to her or to the story really and this is something that you as writers will actually begin to find your feet when you sit down and really do the work so that wraps up all of our theory lessons on point of view next week we're going to be hearing from a fabulous human with an amazing interview i cannot wait for you guys to hear it i really hope that you guys are getting some really great nuggets out of these lessons I would love, love, love to hear from you guys. If you want to pop on over to our Instagram, which is just at the writing apothecary and leave me a message or a comment on a post um, because I read all of them. And until next week, keep on writing and I'll see you guys soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Writing Apothecary podcast. To find show notes and more information, head over to my website, which is just dreamingfullyawake.com slash podcast, where you'll find show notes, resources, worksheets, and more info about the podcast. You can also follow us on Instagram by just searching at the Writing Apothecary. I'd also love it if you guys took the time to leave a review or even rate it um, just on your platform. It'll help other creatives and writers find our community and help them get their writing practice and their creativity back on track.